Support for NHPR Something Wild comes from you, our listeners, and from the New Hampshire Chiropractic Association, an organization of professionals providing a non-invasive, non-surgical approach to health care. Tailoring treatment plans to meet individuals' needs. Learn more at nhchiropractic.org. I'm Dave Anderson from the Forest Society. I'm Chris Martin from New Hampshire Audubon. Today on Something Wild... Who in New Hampshire doesn't love spring, but pollen is everywhere. So that sometimes puts a bit of a damper on things, uh, all the pollen that is in the air. As someone who doesn't have allergies, the pollen does give me the opportunity to write messages to people on their car windshields. When you want things to feel fresh and clean for spring, it makes everything feel just a little bit dirty. But to see everything blooming and things start to come alive in the springtime, who doesn't love that? Ah, spring in New Hampshire. It's a double-edged sword. On one hand, you have longer, warmer days, and plants and trees are blooming. On the other hand, This time of year can present an array of unpleasant seasonal symptoms. Yet pollen is so incredibly important to our survival. I think we should give it the credit it deserves. Maybe it just needs a refreshed PR campaign. Sam Evans-Brown, our friend and host of NHPR's Outside In, puts it this way. One of the things that's fun to think about is that the pollen that you're breathing in and that your body is inexplicably freaking out over is, you know, uh, half of the equation of tree sex. So you're breathing in a little bit of tree sex, which is, you know, just a fun thing to think about. Well, I'm really not sure if that knowledge makes suffering with allergies any better. (laughs) If you can recall your middle school science class, you might remember that pollen is the male reproductive product of tree flowers, found on the anther and filament of male stamens, and is used to make new plant life. And it needs to reach the sticky stigma, style, and ovary of the female pistils found on other adjacent flowers. But our problem is that humans get caught in the middle as microscopic pollen grains from hardwood tree flowers enter and irritate our sinuses, making this kind of a love triangle. The pollen that doesn't end up in your face hopefully makes its way from one flower to the next, either by wind or insect pollinators like bees, butterflies, even those pesky black flies. My personal favorites. Another cool thing to think about is that some plants are either male or female, like willow and aspen. These plants are called dioecious, which literally means two separate houses. Other trees are monaceous, literally one house, where trees have both male and female flowers on one plant so they can self-pollinate and be self-fruitful, like mulberries, American beech, and oaks. So really, when it comes to plant reproductive strategies, trees can be kind of gender fluid. Our New England forests bloom just once in springtime, but few people tend to notice their beauty or appreciate the fact that nearly all of our food sustenance ultimately depends on flowers. To appreciate tree flowers individually requires branches near the ground. From a distance, they impart a lush pastel wash to New Hampshire's hills and valleys. It's a shame they get a bad rap, just because trees are the first wave of pollen to affect us. Without pollen, there'd be no fruits, nuts, grains, or seeds. No food for birds or wildlife, or for any of us. You're making me hungry. Again, what's for breakfast? Well, whatever it is, it started with some pollen. Uh, Unless it's mushrooms. Um, that's an entirely different season and topic. Something Wild is a joint production of New Hampshire Audubon, the Society for the Protection of New Hampshire Forests, and NHPR. I'm Chris Martin. 
And I'm Dave Anderson. Our producer is Emily Quirk.